Yo, Dylan here, Big Jangles Glass. It's all art and other things. You know what it is, people. I wanted to say thank you, thank you very much for the support on that first video. Any of the likes, the follows, subscribes, views, anything, any type of engagement, that means a lot to me. I appreciate that a lot. But let's get into the second episode about the vibes in AAA games and what has happened to those vibes. Why have they disappeared? Why is AAA gaming in the state as, as it is now? Because, I mean, I used to play video games so much more. I used to be love gaming. I loved it. In the early millennium when we were all way younger, like AAA gaming was at its peak. And that's when video games had legitimate vibes in them. I'm not talking about indie games right now. There are really, really, the indie game marketing is thriving. It's striving. There are great indie games. I'm talking about AAA games that have just gone down the stinker the last seven, eight years. Almost ten years, I guess you could say. No, I wouldn't go back that far. Because we had Red Dead Redemption 2, which I'm going to talk about in this video. That game was a fucking vibe, bro. Like, I don't care who you are. If you didn't, like, shed a tear at the end of that story, goddamn. But the vibes in AAA games, why have they disappeared? I'll tell you why they've disappeared. Modernization. Modernization has destroyed AAA gaming. It don't matter if you have an amazing idea. You could have an amazing idea. Something that the game needs, something that the players are going to want. But if it does not make money 24-7, then your idea is shit. Unfortunately, that's... And it's so crazy because it's like it shows how far the, the higher-ups of some of these really big companies have fallen. Because a lot of these bigger gaming companies now are all owned by a few major corporations, I'm pretty sure. It's like Microsoft bought up a bunch of places and... uh PlayStation's owns a bunch of studios now. I don't understand why they've let the quality of their video games on some of these titles just slip so, so far. When you have the resources, when you have the people, there's no reason why these games should be such a low quality or just without fundamental stuff or just basic stuff or just, it's crazy. <coughs> Excuse me. And, um... It's just sad because I remember in the early millennium, like, there was, um, I think I have games written down here, like, literally all of the, uh, all of the Halo, Halos 1 through 3, Halo Reach, all the Gears of War, no, Gears, Gears 1 through 3, the Grand Theft Autos, Skyrim, Oblivion, the original Red Deads, Borderlands 2, like, those games were vibes, Halo 3 ODST. That is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Walking through the streets of New Mombasa, <coughs> excuse me, as an ODST with the like the, the sounds in the the darkness and that story and the music playing in the background and then just that game is a beautiful beautiful work of art. Like that's why we're talking about it on all art and other things. But ODST was a work of art. Games are not written like that anymore. Games are not. The music isn't composed like that anymore. Uh, the detail isn't uh, just you. The finding those phone booths and the other things around the city to hear the parts of the story of, of that game is a vibe. If you want to literally on a rainy day or a weekend or a night, you just grab a beer grab a joint, and dude, and you want to just hang out and get a vibe, download the Master Chief Collection and literally play through, I don't even know, actually Halo, or yeah, it is, 
play through Halo 3 ODST because that was the last time I played it on there like six months ago. That game, oh, that's a vibe. Halo 1 is a vibe. Like the first Red Dead Redemption on Xbox 360 was a vibe like that game. Dude, Oblivion, a vibe. The first Gears, the Gears 1 through 3, those games were vibes. It is, the stories were great. Just, you felt immersed in that world. It wasn't like a sweat fest. Like, I swear to God, I played, like, I like the new Warzone, I do, but the game's a sweat fest. Like, I love that new map. I love that new Resurgence map. That, uh, the, um, yeah, the newer one, I forget what the name of it is. I've only pl I've played it a handful of times, but I like that map. That's fun, but dude, that's a sweat game. I'm talking about games where you just sit back, relax, and you just enjoy every single aspect of it. It doesn't exist anymore. And I'm only making this rant too, and I'm doing this because I personally have been so ripped. I feel like I've been completely ripped off on AAA titles the last few years. Anthem, Cyberpunk, Halo Infinite, and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I'm trying to think if I spent $60 on another AAA title that I did not like. Um, I don't think there has been. I have, Like I said, I haven't been playing video games as much. I do play my Nintendo Switch a lot. I love Nintendo Switch Online. For $50 to get all of those old classics, dude, that's a really good deal. And I've been playing that more than I've been playing. My Xbox is just literally sitting there collecting dust. Um, and... Th those few games that I mentioned off, uh, Anthem, Cyberpunk, Halo Infinite, and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, those were kind of my breaking points. Um, I honestly thought Anthem was going to be good. Everything they showed us at E3, it looked really cool. It was a cool story. I was like, yo, I get to fly around in an Iron Man suit and do badass things with magic. And then you play the game and it, it was horrible. It wasn't anything they showed us. The AI was really dumb. It was really easy. There was no... Wow. Like, you want to talk about getting ripped off on a video game? We got ripped off. And then, every Cyberpunk, I don't understand why CD Projekt Red did what they did and um, forced that game out unreleased. When they've created great games, great games before, they've done The Witcher 3, which was an amazing game. Like, that game was a vibe. Go play The Witcher 3 if you want a long game with great story, immersed in the world. You'll love building the character. Like, it, it's a game. It's a vibe. And so I don't understand why the CD Projekt Red did that with um, Cyberpunk. That's really it's sad because I remember I got it for my Xbox One S thinking that it was going to work. And it literally ran like dog crap. And it looked like dog crap. And I don't know. It just wasn't that good of a game. Some people say they really enjoyed it. I mean, I wasn't fortunate enough to be able to get one of the new systems. I just haven't been able to afford one. Life is expensive. So maybe one day down the line, but I felt like that was one of the games I paid $60 for and I didn't get my money's worth. And then, of course, Halo Infinite. I mean, if you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. You've heard it all the bad things a million times already, but... That game I got scammed on. I honestly, even though they released it for free, I was like, I'm going to pay the $60 because they released what was like, a, seemed like a beta version of the game and it really wasn't even a beta version. It was, no, it was the beta version and then once they released the game, we're like, oh, we're going to get more maps, game modes and then nothing came out. All they did was release the campaign for $60, which was a lackluster campaign. 
I will do a whole podcast on that campaign of Halo Infinite. The people that defend that Infinite campaign, I I guess it was so mid-tier, it's not even funny. It didn't rain out. There's no weather. There's no scarab fights. You just kind of go from location. It's almost like Far Cry. It wasn't that good. I did like exploring. I thought that was cool for Halo, but eh, that campaign didn't do it for me. For 60 bucks, I'm good. I'll take my linear levels for $60 back. I'll take my old school linear levels for that over that any day of the week for $60. <clears throat> and then also with Halo Infinite, excuse me, <clears throat> they wanted to modernize every single piece of equipment that you used to be able to get for free. You had to purchase or buy the battle pass, complete the battle pass, and then, which is really dumb. Because everything, that's what Halo used to be. You were you could grind in the multiplayer and unlock all the pieces of armor. This is another reason why I'm making this video. Because that was a vibe back in the day. Halo 1 through 3 in Reach was a vibe. Staying up all night playing Halo 3 with the dudes was a vibe. Like, that is era of gaming is just gone. And I miss that so, so much. Like, I have so many great memories in my head. Of just playing with all your friends all night on these video games. And it was just so, so fun. And just, oh, countless hours of just like insane stuff happening in the multiplayer. It was just, it'll never be there again. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's still games like that out there, I guess. I don't even think there really is. I mean, people still play Halo Infinite. It's not that good. The Master Chief Collection probably gets more views and plays every day than uh infinite does which it does it should it deserves it but um yeah and then pokemon scarlet and violet like i did not think that game freak was going to do that to us because i remember my friend at work my buddy liam who i'm gonna have on here soon we're gonna be talking po a bunch of pokemon if you follow me on here you know i'm a pokemon fan and uh dude i paid 60 dollars for violet or Scarlet, and, or yeah, Violet, I don't remember, the purple one, and um, uh, <laughs> that game is trash. The graphics are bad, um, the story is bad. I'm, I just, I can't believe, don't get me wrong, they didn't modernize anything, but Game Freak literally is still trying to market Pokemon to kids younger than 20. A lot of kids younger than 20, I honestly don't even think watch Pokemon. Like my buddy who I'm going to have over here, Liam, he's 20 years old and he's a huge Pokemon fan. I I honestly don't think, maybe if you're maybe 10 years than that, maybe if you're about 10, you still might like Pokemon. But anybody under 10 years old probably doesn't like Pokemon. They probably have no idea what it is. And Game Freak is still trying to cater to that crowd so badly when the main crowd that buys most of their stuff is literally people my age. It's people my age and a little bit younger who are obsessed with Pokemon still. And they still think that they need to market towards little children, little kids, and I'm so over it. They knew what they did with Scarlet and Violet. They knew that people would simp over this game and be like, if you don't like it, then don't play it. Uh. Nah, you die. that was a massive downgrade. All the mechanics that you could do in Legends Arceus that you can't do in Scarlet and Violet, turd sandwich. The fact that you can't throw Pokeballs at Pokemon just from standing there is really stupid. The fact that 
the graphics in the game in the level is just so ugly <coughs> compared to Legends Arceus that had some really good detail in it. Even though the graphics weren't crazy, the detail was still really beautiful in Legends Arceus. Like, I liked how smart the AI was in Legends Arceus. In Scarlet and Violet, the Pokemon just spawn in, like, little groups of five and they all look the same over and over again. In Legends Arceus, it's a little bit different. They spawn like that, but... I don't know. You can actually hide in the grass in Legends Arceus. That doesn't even. That's not even a mechanic in Scarlet and Violet. Uh, shiny Pokemon aren't even shinies anymore in Scarlet and Violet. You can just get one after a couple hundred tries. When people used to have to try like for like a year to get a shiny. Um, I just. I guess Game Freak. We were expecting me and my friend Liam. We were expecting uh, Game Freak to modernize Scarlet and Violet in some way. <clears throat> those DLCs that are actually coming out in um, a few weeks, uh, or I think it's this week, because it's, it's, what, February 22nd today? Yeah, I think the the um, the Scarlet and Violet DLCs, those are free. We were expecting those to be paid for. Like, you're going to have to buy those. I'm surprised Game Freak did not go that route, which, I mean, is good for them. You know what I'm saying? Good for them. Um, but this is why I wanted to make this video, honestly. It's... The, the modernization of video games has destroyed the vibes in video games. I think, I literally think about it all the time. Like, that's why I played Halo 3 ODST a few months back. Because I missed that vibe. And, like, that, like, triggered that thing in my head. And I was just like, wow. Like, I, there isn't this anymore. And, like, I played through Halo CE. And I played through Halo 2. And I played through Halo 3 again. And I played through those games. And I'm just like, dude... It's so gone, that whole style and age of gaming. And that was a beautiful age of gaming. That was a beautiful age of gaming to where I remember what got me into Xbox originally. I remember I was living in Andover, Massachusetts at the time, and I was hanging out with this kid who was my buddy. And uh, he ended up showing me Halo. And he's like, dude, you got to check out this new system. And I'm like, yeah, I heard about the Xbox. Da -da 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 -da. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, dude, sh uh, trust me. He showed me Halo CE because it was like the flagship title. It was what everybody's playing. I was like, I played this game for a little while and I was like, dude, this is the coolest game I've ever seen. Like, what is this? Like, what is Spaceman shoot alien? Like, I want to be more Spaceman and keep shooting alien. And that just led to amazing video gaming for the next 10 to 12 years. It was. Those were great. That was the peak of video games. I'm telling you, 2000 to like 2015. Those maybe a little bit. I think that was the that was the pinnacle of AAA gaming. We'll never get back there. Um unfortunately, we will never ever get back there. I'm hoping with uh Excuse me, I had to take a sip of the coffee. I'm hoping with Starfield that um we don't get let down. I really hope that Bethesda uh comes through on Starfield for us. I really hope that um the next Elder Scrolls is really good. Uh, I'm trying to think of other AAA titles. Like I'm not even sure what um, 343 is doing right now. I've heard rumors that they are pretty much just whatever doing with Infinite. And then they're going to Unreal Engine 5. And they're going to be making the next Halo. Which I would not be surprised. And they're probably going to go back to like bare bones. Because if they do not go back to bare bones. Just like give us, give us base Halo again. People will lose their minds. You've learned your lesson, dude. Halo Infinite was a horrible game and a massive flop. 
So, and there was no vibe. There was no vibes in any of these games. And like, don't get me wrong, there are plenty of indie games right now, like I've said before, but this isn't a, the video about indie games. This is a video about AAA gaming and how just how modernization destroyed the vibes and how modernization has pretty much killed modern gaming. It has not, no, 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 I'm not gonna, it hasn't killed it all the way because I don't get me wrong, I do enjoy the new Warzone. I think even the older Warzone, I think the way they did the battle pass, they did the battle pass really good. Like if you buy the battle pass once and you grind through it, every single time you'll have enough to keep buying a battle pass with the COD points. I think that is a really, really smart idea. And then they offer other cosmetics. Like they're doing it correctly. The way Halo Infinite just did it was the extreme wrong way. You can't just give people free shit for every single game and then when you want to switch your formula up, just cut the rug from under everybody and being like, well, all that stuff you could get for free before, we're going to have to charge you for now. That literally, that just goes to like every gamer's core being like, what? Like, so you're telling me I could just buy... Because that was the whole point. You wanted to grind for the armor, you know? So it's... It's honestly sad, and uh, I personally think the last video game that really gave me a vibe was Red Dead Redemption 2. Like, you sit back, you play that game, and you are just in that world. You are immersed in it, and you can relax, you can fish, hunt, do whatever you want, and it's very satisfying, and it's very rewarding. Like, obviously, Rockstar's made great games, like... I'm really praying for Starfield to be like that. I am not going to buy Starfield right off the rip. I am good with that. I have learned my lesson on AAA games. I do not purchase them anymore. Like I'm, or I, I will purchase them, but I am not purchasing them day one, week one, not even like month one anymore. I'm honestly happy I didn't download uh, Warzone 2.0 until like the other week because my buddy was like, "Yo, dude, it runs really good on the older systems." I'm literally playing Warzone 2.0 on a PS4 and it runs perfectly fine. So, uh, and that's after updates have come out and everything and I'm pretty sure we're in season two now. So even that, like I am not rushing for anything anymore. Tears of the Wild does come out in May. I am very excited for that because Breath of the Wild was an amazing game. Don't get me wrong. And like, that's another one. Breath of the Wild was a vibe. But Nintendo hasn't really strayed away like from their AAA titles not being vibes, though. They've done pretty good with that over the years. Scarlet and Violet was kind of the outlier, unfortunately. And uh, uh, what game was I just talking about? We were talking about Scarlet and Violet. and um, Oh, yeah, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild was a vibe. Tears of the Wild should be a vibe. I mean, I'm going to give Nintendo credit for not... Releasing, I'm, I'm not cribbing credit. They're kind of crazy, honestly, for not releasing another system and running on such old hardware and then like releasing another one of their flagship titles on the old hardware. If you were smart, they probably should have just released another, a newer Nintendo Switch with newer hardware. Like, you know what I'm saying? So we could get some newer graphics and stuff that can run better. Um, so I'm excited for Tears of the Wild. I don't think that they are... They wouldn't, their Nintendo is not dumb enough to have that game be bad, which I don't think it will. It's a Legend of Zelda game. All Legend of Zelda games are vibes, dude. Come on now. If you've been a gamer forever, you know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be doing episodes on Nintendo 64 because that whole system 
everything about that system was a vibe. Like waking up on Saturday mornings, going to Blockbuster, renting cartridges, that was a vibe. Those were amazing, amazing video games that will never be recreated again. Like a lot of people don't understand like the Nintendo's Rareware, like Banjo-Kazooie, um, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Oh my God! Uh, what other rareware games? Uh, the GoldenEye 007. All of their games were really good. Just most Nintendo 64 games were vibes in themselves. They were amazing games, like a Gex 64, um, Clay Fighters. Oh my God! Rampage. What else did we have? Uh, Diddy Kong Racing. Like you want to talk about a challenging game? If you want a challenging racing game. Go play Diddy Kong Racing and try to 100% that game. When you have to do the courses backwards and get the silver coins and then still come in first place, you want to talk about getting pissed off when you get all the silver coins and come in like second place? Dude, that game is a fucking vibe, but it was a challenge and it was awesome. Like, that does not exist in video games anymore. And it was creative, and the story was cool, and they took all those Nintendo characters and put them together in race cars. Just like Mario Kart. Mario Kart was good. It was a vibe. But Diddy Kong Racing. Like, I would I would love them to release that for Nintendo Switch Online. Like, please give me some Diddy Kong Racing. Because, dude, that game is a vibe. Like, oh... Just all the levels, all the stuff you can do, the characters, and the story was really cool. And Warpig, I love the guy Warpig. And, like, it was really hard to get, like, the rooster. Once you got the rooster, he was fast. And then you could get TT, the um, the clock. He was, like, the fastest racer in the game, and he was so hard to get. His character was very, very hard to unlock. I don't think I ever was able to unlock his character, um... But I was always able to unlock the rooster. You got to a certain point to a game and then you would see a frog hopping around with the, the rooster thing on his head. You'd run him over and then you would get the rooster cluck cluck. He was good, but his he was a little heavy and he didn't turn good. But his speed was really good and his acceleration and stuff. Oh, they don't make video games like that anymore and it's so sad. It's so sad. It is. I'm, I, I'll be grateful to at least show my kids these games. But do I think they'll enjoy them for what they are? Maybe, maybe not. By the time they're into it, their stuff is going to be ad- moved, uh, s- advanced so much. They're not going to want to play this. They they play on their iPad. My four-year-old plays on an iPad. My one-and-a-half-year-old wants to sit there and play with it too. It's like, I don't know. So I mean, hopefully they'll be interested in these games because I would love to show them to them. And I, honestly, I'm going to... I'm going to go through and get a whole list of Nintendo 64 games. I really wish I never got rid of any of my stuff because I would love to sit here, play them with you guys and like show you stuff and all that. But I was a dumbass drug addict back in the day and I was like, yeah, these probably won't be worth shit one day. I was wrong. I was an idiot. But I would love to do a whole, a whole Nintendo 64 episode where we literally just sit there and talk Nintendo 64 games because that was a massive part of my life and a massive part of my childhood. And those games were vibes, dude. Like, Torok. Dude, Torok was such a good game. Both of them were so good. The Dinosaur Hunter, like, oh my God. And then what else? Um, I'm just trying to think. There was so many. Like I said, I'm going to go through a list. Uh, 
think there's 296 Nintendo 64 cartridges. There was 296 games made for Nintendo 64. I played most of them. I owned most of them and then got rid of most of them like an idiot. Uh, I will, like I said, I'm going to do it because I want to do that. That whole system's a vibe. And I, I truly appreciate that vibe in video games. That's why I did this episode. And the vibe has been lost. If maybe Starfield can turn it around for me a little bit if they're actually true to their word and we just don't get a thousand randomly generated planets with a bunch of the same stuff on it and same buildings and same just I will be really, really, really bummed out if that's um, what happens to uh, Starfield. I don't want that. I'd really like to get another vibe video game in like where I'm where people buy Starfield and then I hear through the grapevine it's good. I see great reviews and then I actually get it myself. And that would be awesome. I really hope we can get that because it's going to be a while for, right, Grand Theft Auto 6. It's going to be a while for Elder Scrolls 6. Uh, Tears of the Wilds comes in May. Like I said, we have that to look forward to. So I'm hoping Tears of the Wild is a vibe off the rip. And I honestly hope for that game too. I, I wonder where they're going to start you off. Like, do they start you off with no equipment again? Or like, I don't know. I wonder how the game's going to start off. But I guess we can talk about that in a few months when it comes out. What else did I have on here? Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of covered a lot of all the stuff I wanted to talk about. I don't know. It's honestly funny, dude. Like, since Halo Infinite has come out, I swear to God, like, I've just gone to Twitter twitter i've just gone to twitter for literally like ripping video games it's kind of crazy um like because you like instantly like that's where you go when something's bad and if you need the world to know you go to twitter and you can hashtag it up and you rip that product up and down that's what happens so like i've definitely gone to twitter on a lot of these games uh because you'll pop right it'll pop right up you start typing about it and then it'll stuff like that will come into your feed and I follow streamers and other people who do stuff because I enjoy it like I enjoy it so and I'm doing this episode like a midday right now I honestly I want to start to do some like late night episodes when I get some some games streaming over there too because I'll watch players on Twitch and stuff like that um, and don't get me wrong there are outliers too right now with vibes and video games like there are a few good video games out there that i have not played yet people really liked elden ring uh that ghost of Tsunima. um i'm trying to think of a few other there's a few other titles that i have not played that are probably they're probably vibes and they probably are really good video games it's just the triple a market has decreased so 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 much and i i wanted to put my two cents in on it because i was an OG gamer that remembered uh, those OG vibes. And like I said, they just don't exist in video games anymore. They really don't. And even with Halo Infinite, dude, getting rid of pre and post game lobbies. Like that was the shit, bro. Like I don't even care. Talking shit before a match, talking shit after a match. How fun was that? When you like, when somebody just lays into you and then you house them in the match and then you, they literally have to get out of the party so quick because you're just fucking lay into them. I love it. Don't exist anymore because people became soft. Everybody complained, oh, I'm getting harassed. I'm getting harassed. Dude, it's video games. Like, you're going to get your butt kicked. You're going to kick people's butts. 
It's back and forth. Talk some shit, take some shit. Like, come on now. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people are soft and everybody has to win now and everybody needs a trophy and everybody needs to feel like, nah, you're going to lose. You're going to lose multiple times and then you can win multiple times. It's video games. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just the vibes. They're gone. And I wanted to talk about it. So, let me see. Was there anything else? Not really. I kind of covered all of my stuff. Uh, Again, thank you very much for joining me, dude. Uh, I appreciate it. You can find this podcast on um, all major... Yeah, you can find this on all major labels. You can find All Art and Other Things. You'll be able to find me on Facebook, YouTube. Just look up All Art and Other Things. Give me a like. Give me a follow. Give me a listen. uh, Support. uh, Subscribe. It is so much appreciated. Like I said, I am doing this from the ground up. I am not famous. I am not a celebrity. So any type of engagement is so, so important to me. So again, I'm Dylan, I'm Big Jangles Glass, peace out.